Warning, the following podcast may contain eye-eating parasites, a husky cat's waking nightmare, Scott's indulgent soliloquy about Mike Love, and a rollicking discussion of Pittsburgh institution Kennywood with guest John Daly. Strap in. It's Podcast The Ride. Podcast The Ride, a show starring three guys so pale when we go on the Haunted Mansion, we're mistaken for ghosts. Joined, as always, by Mike Carlson. Howdy ho. And Jason Sheridan. Hello there. We're going to run out of, like, little quick... There's only so many options you can do of, like, the check-in. Yeah. uh, Yeah. Here, hit me with two more real fast. Mike Carlson. Hey there. And Jason (laughs) Sheridan. Good day, mate. Oh, yeah, your classic uh, Australian. My classic Australian. I love Jason when people. Sherid, Sherid Australian. When people unprovoked just talk in Cockney or Australian accents, like the funny guy in your office. It's mm-hmm. not at all a hell. <laughs> I find the modern equivalent of that is more like family guy voice guy. Mm-hmm. Who will do like Stewie voice more than Australian accent, more than just a general? Oh, okay. but probably Victory is mine or something. <laughs> That's or that pretty guy. bad. Mm-hmm. I do mm-hmm. think it's funny if someone describes family, you know, like Family Guy. Hey, Lois! Like if someone just that was their early impression. <laughs> or He's somebody the hardest. Just sings the entire theme song. Yeah, um, it so seems today. Um, yeah, well, there's a lot of annoying ways to start podcasts or be annoying <laughs> in an office. A lot of ways to be annoying, but uh, uh, you know what? Uh, I don't want to talk about any of that. I'm in, I'm in a great mood. I'm a great in a great glowing mood. I'm excited about our guest John Daly, and I'm uh, I've just come off of a, a wonderful couple of days, <laughs> a wonderful weekend, and I wanted to share it with everybody how special it's been. First of all, on Sunday, I got to stop by a place called the the Van Eaton Galleries. And if you're in Los Angeles, go to the Van Eaton Galleries in Sherman Oaks, which is a a place where you can actually bid on and purchase Disneyland memorabilia. But the other cool thing is they leave it out for you to look at. It's just like a museum until the auction happens. And you you can look at all these neat Disneyland props. Uh, uh, You know, for example, you can look at the shell of an Autopia car. Uh, It's not work. The vehicle mechanics are not in it, but you can look at just that green shell. You can look at molding from the Country Bear Jamboree. Ooh, now, now you got me interested. There we are. What else do they got right now? You can. There's a Tower of Terror check-in desk. Holy uh, um, shit! Yeah, they actually, <laughs> it actually is like you could recreate kind of the entire California Adventure Tower of Terror lobby. With item, they have like they have big lamps uh, uh, that are covered in cobwebs. They have like the sh- uh, shelves where you put letters for guests at the at the Hollywood oh, wow. Hotel. Uh, yeah, if you had uh, hundreds of thousands of dollars to burn, you could make your own Hollywood uh, uh, Tower Terror. Uh, um, but I I went because I wanted to see uh, uh, an old dear friend. Uh, the probably the big ticket item at this year's auction is Fuzzball. Uh, who, uh, if you don't, if you don't know, and if you if you don't know, get with the program. Look up Fuzzball. But Fuzzball is the little orange, uh, uh, sort of tiger, flying tiger creature who is in, who's part of Captain EO's 
uh, team, part of Captain EO's gang in the beloved 3D film with Michael Jackson. He's a little like little flying guy, an optical effect who kind of talks in a little squeak. He say, he says like bye bye at the end. That wasn't a good uh, fuzzball, but um, look, he's uh, he, he's a delight. He plays the bass at some point in the movie <laughs> uh, uh, and uh, uh, sings along to the Michael Jackson song "We're Here to Change the World." Uh, anyway, getting to see a fuzzball in person was 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 such a delight and i encourage you guys to stop by there too is it a is it an official fuzzball from the shooting does it say does it specify if it was like a shoot mm. like is it a recreated fuzzball or was it actually this is the fuzzball in the movie do, do we know it certainly seems like it i didn't see any statements qualifying which fuzzball it mm-hmm. was or wasn't but it was a full body whatever it is it's immaculate <laughs> immaculately made i can only assume it was at least in at least one shot i hope it's the one that was playing the bass but uh, there's no way to affirm that necessarily. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, you know, th- through the magic of trick photography, I got to uh, make it seem like Fuzzball was on my shoulders, just like Captain EO himself. It's nice to feel like the captain for a second, you know? Sure, yeah. We all want to feel like a captain once in a while. Yeah, for sure. I saw uh, some of the online catalog for this auction, and I was excited by the number of new hire packets from throughout the decades for sale. <laughs> so you could cosplay like, I just got hired to work at Disneyland in 1976. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And- I saw one of them, and it specifies, uh, uh, you know, uh, no beards on men and yeah. uh, no opinions on women. No communists, <laughs> period. What is the suggested or the starting price for the auctions for both of for Fuzzball and for these documents i think the doc some of the document stuff was pretty afford like you could also get like a run of like the cast member magazine like i don't know if we're talking complete runs but like under a hundred dollars probably for really that sort of stuff this is starting bid though right so because an auction they can fuzzball i feel like i saw something online where it was like at least ten thousand. Fuzz, that might Fuzzball be lower. is starting at fifty thousand. Starting at wow. fifty thousand, yeah. and it okay. will only grow. So, right. if you are an extremely wealthy Captain EO aficionado, something that I'd like to be one day. I got half of that equation figured out. But uh, <laughs> uh, if I, uh, you know, if I had five hundred thousand uh, dollars that I could easily burn, then uh, uh, perhaps I'd go go get me a Fuzzball. Uh, uh, I did. I went to this auction. I'm sure I've talked about it, but I I, I went to the auction and I bid on and won two signs that were outside the Magic Eye Theater in Epcot that say caution doors open automatically so that that and it's in the Epcot font that I love so much you can put a light in it it lights up I do wow. it every night it relaxes me it's my, it's <laughs> my night light it really is when the light goes on that means relax it's like putting on a sign that says it's five <laughs> o'clock somewhere uh, uh, it's a neon bar sign uh, 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 and to to win an auction is also a was terribly exciting. And I was with a lot of people who were doing it very humorlessly, just like kind of like raising their sign and adding to their pile. And I was, I sat in this auction for four hours and I was the only person who, when I won, went, yes! I like, I <laughs> did a touchdown dance, got up on the chair, found the person, they found the person I was bidding against, uh, shoved him out of the store, <laughs> said, eat my signs, bitch. And uh, uh, there you have it. Uh, uh, so, oh, oh, I should also mention my, my friend David Love. Uh, uh, I, we were talking about the Van Eden Art Galleries. He he, he told me he actually won a uh, one of the employment forms that you're talking oh, okay. about. Wow. And it's one from the 60s where you have to check a box saying that you're not a communist. Oh, I made that joke <laughs> unprovoked. Like, just, wow. That's it's good. real. Yeah, that's my friend actually, knows that came up recently because that is still a law on the California books uh, for... Uh, uh, I believe state 
employees. You are not allowed to be a member of a the Communist wow. Party and a local politician won like a smaller seat on the ticket of like the Communist Party of America or something like that. Whoa, whoa. Um, Couldn't but, have gotten in at uh, Disneyland though. I yeah. Guess. Hmm. Uh, um, uh, anyway, I, uh, you know, and say, and speaking of 1960s <laughs> culture, this is only tangentially related, but if I didn't use my podcast as a platform to talk about this, I'd, I'd, uh, I'd be remiss. In addition to meeting the fuzzball, I also, uh, last night, uh, got to meet <laughs> the legend, the one, the only, Mike Love, singer of the Beach Boys. <laughs> and I'm sure I've mentioned the Beach Boys and my affection for the Beach Boys at some point, on this podcast, but I'm still glowing from this. I'm twenty. I'm within twenty four hours of having met Mike Love. <laughs> uh, you who you might have to uh, ascribe the quality of being the villain of the Beach Boys story, and you you it's race your your head your your brain is racing of think what would I say to Mike Love if I ever ran into Mike Love? Do I say something weird? Do I make some dig? And instead, I said. You know, my dad and I listen to you guys all the time. We love your music. <laughs> my friend Danny Jelenic, who I was with, uh, said, uh, uh, hey, Good Vibrations is a great song. <laughs> he said thanks, shook his hand. Uh, he told me, oh, I guess the music transcends generations. Mm-hmm. I said, it sure uh, does, Mike. A very normal thing for someone to say about their own work. <laughs> about It's a very broad thing to say about the yeah, the work of the Beach Boys, one of the... Uh, he's kind of that way in, in general. Like, uh, uh, his comments were sort of... It was like, you know, we, we, go, we go to France and people are singing along in France. They don't get they don't uh, they don't know about T birds there. <laughs> like, that's still your comment, and uh, uh, <laughs> at this point in time is uh, uh, yeah. Anyways, uh, uh, just a, a, a landmark weekend wow. for, for myself. What and, was um, the? How did you get to meet him? Uh, this was a, <laughs> this was at the uh, the Grammy Museum at L A Live. Oh. Uh-huh. Uh, there was a a Q and A Q&A supporting his new album Unleash the Love. Mm-hmm. Uh, he played selections from the album and brought up many of his uh, sons and daughters to come sing <laughs> with him. He has a lot of sons and daughters. Uh, he's been spreading the love for years. He's been spreading the and love. He's been unleashing the love for he's years. He's been unleashing the love on so many women <laughs> since 1961. He buys a new hat every time he has a new child. <laughs> <laughs> he had a book out too recently, right? I did you read that? Book? Oh yeah, he plugged that too. Good yeah. vibrations. My life is a beach. Boy. Yeah, all right. He <laughs> oh, gets real. Uh, gets real creative with these titles. Um, but yeah, we got to watch an acoustic set. Uh, he sang with with Bruce Johnston, one of the other Beach Boys, and uh, uh, yeah, and then uh, performed the holiday classic Little Saint Nick. And, wow. then, uh, and then and then we all got to meet him. A very bizarre thing is we were in this line with a family who were all mega Mike or not Mike Love. They're mega Bruce Johnston fans. Wow. Who was kind of a late oh. addition to the Beach Boys came on in 1965. And these these girls much younger than I, these like 15 year old girls who were all dressed the same. It was sort of a little culty. I'm not going to lie. But they were all like shaking because they had just met Bruce Johnston. Whoa. 70 year old. That's uh, weird. Lifetime. Great. Yeah. I don't know. And the mom was just like, what can I say? They're big Johnston heads. You're kidding. These, what happened to this family? What lightning were they struck by? Wow. I mean, no offense to Bruce Johnston. Bruce Johnston, writer of the song Disney Girls, mm-hmm. uh, to tie it back to the uh, theme park world. <laughs> hey, they also used to perform at Disneyland a lot back in the early days, them and, uh, them and the uh, Osmonds. Donnie and Marie. Uh-huh, yeah. uh-huh. Uh, uh, there's, so, was there, there's a video of it, somebody's playing like down on the corner on Disneyland. Is it them or is it just Donnie and Marie? 
The, um, the Creedence Clearwater song, Down on the Corner. That seems like a thing Donnie and Marie It might be a Donnie Marie I'm thinking of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, Beach Boys didn't do a lot of covers. You know, when you yeah, got well, your, yeah, you got your right, own right. stack yeah. of tracks to play, when you got your own big hits, why uh, deviate from the formula? And they were the backing band for Annette on uh, Monk, the, the Monkey's, Monkey's Uncle. Uncle. Yes. yes, which is a Disney movie. So we're tying it. We're that, tying it. That it all... was the Beach Boys or the Monkeys? The Beach Boys. The, the monkeys. It would have been a little too perfect. It was the monkeys singing monkeys. A little monkeys, on right? the nose. That may have been pre the invention of the monkeys, though. Yeah. Uh, um, this actually does all tie back together because I believe there's uh, there's some history between monkey Mickey Dolans and uh, the park that we're talking about today, Kennywood. Uh, but uh, hey, we'll leave you with that cliffhanger. Mickey Dolans, how does he connect to Pittsburgh's <laughs> Kennywood? That's a cliffhanger you'll have to find out uh, after the break when we return with our guest, John Daly. All right, we are back and we are joined today by our amazing guest. So excited to have him. Uh, an incredible actor, uh, writer, very funny man. And of course, you know him from 13th Child, Legend of the Jersey Devil. Uh, here he is, John Daly, ladies hey! and gentlemen. <laughs> How's it going, guys? Oh, good, boy. Good. Thank you so much for Psyched being to here. Be here. And thanks for holding the torch. For amusement parks, Yay. for American amusement. Thanks for somebody's gotta. You know yeah. Uh, yeah. these complicated times we mm-hmm. live in. Uh, you know, remember you can escape all your troubles with a yeah. trip to your uh, your your local amusement fun fair. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, yeah. Which uh, uh, which which we're here to talk to you about one that uh, a place that I, you probably escaped a lot of troubles at your whole life, your whole uh, childhood and upbringing. Mm-hmm. A magical place called. Kennywood. Kennywood Park. Kennywood Park. That's right. Uh, America's favorite picnic park is something I saw said about it in old black and white footage I watched somewhere. Uh, yeah. That might not be an accurate statement or anything they still say today or a slogan they use. Yeah, that was as fun as it got at a certain point. <laughs> um, Having a nice picnic. Yeah. Like, yeah. 1908, it was like, we had a picnic. It was insane. That <laughs> <laughs> was as much fun as you could have pre yeah. the invention of radio or television. Eating outside was very fun. We had three yeah. baskets. <laughs> uh, uh, seven sandwiches. Weather was great. <laughs> uh, very fine, very say, crisp. I was going to say, based on your intro, um, uh, the uh, amusement parks are essentially fairs that mm-hmm. don't move. Yeah, that never ends. They're yeah. immovable. I'm sure you've covered this. No, not necessarily. Not really. Not really. Well, that's good ele- observation. I'm but- sorry. That's elemental. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's true. We this really is fairs, a 101, and we missed it. You're right. Fairs that don't move. This well, was a thing that Walt Disney talked about when he opened Disneyland, is that uh, uh, it is a permanent fair and uh, that there was only one entrance, too. For what, He did not like people, like when a county fair or something happens, people just coming at it from all angles. Right. It's right. confusing. I could. Yeah. I just went to the L.A. County Fair. I couldn't remember where I came in. Was it the Red Gate? Was it the Yellow Gate? You don't have yep. that problem at Disneyland. Only one way to get in. Pretty, yeah. Pretty cool. <laughs> yeah. Unless there's a fire. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, then the everywhere. Disneyland-wide, fire, like the bricks are on fire. Like, mm-hmm. it's really, really hot. <laughs> Which is very gr- grim to say because the city is on fire as we record this. There's uh, a 400,000-acre fire burning right now, and yeah. it took me uh, an extra, like, 40 minutes to get here. Guys, Holy shit. Some advice to all of you, everyone listening, take service streets, baby. Don't. <laughs> 
At don't f Los Angeles highways. is a zoo. Yep, uh, gotta be careful out there. Uh, uh, another fun fact about Disneyland though is built uh, right along the five because that was the uh, the main thoroughfare through Southern California at the time. Probably wasn't as crowded as it is today. Yeah. Mm, oh wow. Fun. Yeah. That's I mean, there are, there's always a big old fire. <laughs> what I heard about the t- the one ten mm-hmm. is that. Buster Keaton started the original 110 for his train movie. I forget. It's like the Great Locomotive or whatever. He, I think that he built the 110. Or maybe it was a movie called like Automobile or something like that. <laughs> wow. But I think that Buster Keaton built the 110. And then it, they expanded it, of course. But that's why it's so thin and terrible because mm-hmm. and oh, dangerous. you mean like through because... Pasadena. It's really like one lane. Yeah, it's really hard to exactly. merge onto. Yeah. Wow. yeah, and it goes through downtown to, up to Pasadena. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was just it's... a prop, a set freeway. Yeah. Yeah, that's a, we're all driving on a freaking set wow. from a maniac from 1910s <laughs> or whatever. That makes sense. There's that one part of the 110 where you have to like merge to get on another freeway and you essentially have to make a 90 degree turn. I believe that's also <laughs> yeah, when right. you go into a tunnel that is mm-hmm. uh, from the, Roger Rabbit. The exits uh, are for full on crank cars, like with those yes. engines that you go, <laughs> <laughs> they're like, just like cars where you can just like reach out and high five people and shake hands as you go yeah. by. You know? A very fast runner could outrun the fastest car back then. Yeah, <laughs> All of Los Angeles is a universal backlot tour, basically, where you're riding the movies when you're on the 110, literally. <laughs> There's history everywhere. Here's a fact about the 105 yeah. freeway. When they built that freeway, they had to take down the home of the uh, of the Beach Boys in Hawthorne, California. <laughs> that was something that was talked about last night at the Mike Love Q&A that I went to, which we covered before you got here. Oh, okay. Uh, there, well, was, I, there was some- I compl- know all about this, yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah. Well, but um, I, I would love to hear Well, look, I already, I already did my time on it. There oh, was so some... we can't spend more time on it? Oh, okay. <laughs> I guess uh, I'm the guest. I'm, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you, should, no. you know, John's only right. It. We should. It. He's He should dictate what we do. We should do 20 more minutes on Mike Love. Tell That's me fine. one- You guys are fine Tell me that. one love fact. Just wet my- Love it tight. Uh, he he <laughs> said how uh, uh, Mike, or, uh, uh, when he was uh, with the Maharishi and the Beatles, that Paul <laughs> McCartney took him aside and said, uh, you got to get that album art under control. He thought the Beach Boys album covers weren't good. And this was right in the wake of Sgt. Pepper, as class, instant classic of, a, of an album cover as that was. And Mike stood firm. He was like, well, you know what? We think what's inside the cover is more important. <laughs> Whoa. He like dissed. They're both Mac- right. Car- yeah, <laughs> and McCartney did the best album cover and the best album, indisputably at the same time. So what is that? Huh. McCartney did. Uh, well, with Sergeant Pepper, I th- you know, uh, uh, yeah, uh, probably, one yeah. of the best. Uh, yeah, like it's not a music podcast. Sure. You gotta get uh... your you gotta get your covers up. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta get your covers, Mike Love. That was just <laughs> a nag. That was just to get under. He yeah. was just like, oh fuck this guy. You gotta get your covers. <laughs> was that smile? Come is over top here, Come over here, baby blue. Got to get your covers under control. He was I like, got him. I got no, under, I don't John, think I got we under do. his skin. I like the beach lineup <laughs> with the big surfboard. That's what we're doing. <laughs> I like showing a picture of the beach on our covers. Uh, um, anyway, guys, Kennywood Park. Kennywood. Yeah, Kennywood well, Park. I mean, I grew up in Pittsburgh yeah. um, in the North Hills. This is in uh, Kennywood is in West Mifflin, and I remember it as like being a kid being like, this is a long drive. It was like one hour from my place. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, it was, a, I have great memory. I mean, going there since I was probably three years old, you know, like- 
Uh, it was a big like middle school horny we've covered these like local parks are just everyone's horny that's it was the, basically all it's... about for I, like once I hit seventh grade it would like we'd walk around and just be like oh boy uh, <laughs> those Kennywood babes those girls yeah <laughs> so weird uh-huh. yeah uh, uh, did, any, did things work so out so for many, you was, was, no but I have so many moments uh, just memories of like tents like rides <laughs> on the jackrabbit and like who you gonna sit next to on the log jammer you know yeah which the log jammer just closed we rest in peace wow the it's a log the kennywood log flume called the log jammer it was a ride that was good when it came out in like 1940 and yeah like kennywood is a mixture of classic coasters uh wooden coasters from the like 20s and they're like this a lot of the cyclone in coney island and they're rattly, and one's called the Jackrabbit, and it like basically like jar- like it makes you slip a disc. It's like a terrible, <laughs> yeah. not a good uh, roller coaster. Even when I was a kid, I was like, my back hurts. <laughs> Those old ones will get to you if they aren't. Uh, even the best kept up old wooden roller coasters are kind of nightmares for your body at this point. Like even yeah. coasters that are twenty years old are still bad. Like yeah. there was one at Knotts that I went on that's a very mild one, but it did feel like all my vertebrae were very compressed because it just Ghost like Rider, it, it was like ha- it would just like went up a half and then down again and it crushed my neck yeah <laughs> it was really yeah. horrible are you guys coaster guys who are like no. I like that clackety clack we're <laughs> <laughs> about like or the... are you just I like the smooth crazy ones it's not like, a real coaster unless the... you're fucked up afterward <laughs> yeah that's the way we feel what do I feel like I'm gonna die yeah yeah we're mainly about like you know theming and like nice <laughs> landscaping and that yeah. kind of it's not about like thrills and G's I, we're about we like friendly... nice sets and signs I, I like the coasters but as I get older like i feel worse and worse every time i ride them like the kenny i have never been to kenny wood but it does seem it is an interesting mix of these rides that have been there forever rides that are newer but homages to rides that that were there before a great fire or something Hmm. and then some licensing mixed like a lego movie (laughs) simulator theater i feel uh, like kenny wood i haven't been there so i can't i have no idea but i they they well, were never, I mean, at least when I was growing up, like, they were never spot, but I guess that started in, like, probably the late 90s or something yeah. like that, that well, everything was, like, universal, yeah. What was your last trip? What was your last Kennywood trip? It was probably in high school, and there was also a, uh, no, the last trip that I made to Kennywood Park was for my freaking uh, physics class, <laughs> where we had accelerometers mm-hmm. that we made, and we had to ride all the freaking, it was science day, <laughs> science day at Kennywood, so... We ride all the coasters. It was like, all right, take your accelerometer on the Thunderbolt and like see like the average way it swings or whatever. And we made these like accelerometers out of like a little weight and straw or whatever. And it was just that that was it. So it was like, but we got to go there in the morning and wait in no lines and uh-huh. sit in the front and like all that stuff. Oh, and like good. then you sit in the back and see the difference. <laughs> <and> so <laughs> it's like, ugh. did um, you did you learn anything? Did it actually shine a light on any? I don't uh... remember, Dick. <laughs> <laughs> Drop out of school, everybody. <laughs> At seventh grade, exactly. Um, one interesting thing I just read. I'm on the Wikipedia page uh-huh. on my phone here, and it says. Well, Kennywood now uses the slogan, America's Finest Amusement Park, as well as the slogan, and this is very Philip K. Dick slogan, make a new memory. 
<laughs> oh wow! <laughs> you know, make yeah, a new memory. That's kind of an yeah. odd existential. Uh, that's right. Yeah, right out of Valis. Uh, yeah, right it out really of, uh, is. The satellite firing <laughs> yeah. a laser into your brain. Create a conglomerate <laughs> memory. <laughs> Live your life in five seconds. <laughs> We're um, watching this video of there's a there's a video where I got a lot of my info from called uh, Kenny Wood Memories. Check that out on YouTube. It's in mm-hmm. many parts, but there's a part where like a ride operator guy is sort of uh, oddly creepily harshly saying like Kennywood's just one of those places just always just always gonna be there it's always going to exist. That's right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Oh, you have to quote. Yeah, this guy is the harsh, like a Pittsburgh accent that sounds like it's from like 1890. It's like there's a Pittsburgh accent is a very, uh, you know, very distinct kind of region, regional accent. Mm-hmm. And this guy's just like, Kenny was always going to be here. It's always just going to exist. <laughs> angry about it. He says it defiantly as if yeah. the interviewer, maybe the interviewer was like goading him and challenging him right before they yeah. started recording. Like, this thing's going to shut down soon, right? Yeah. <laughs> You're out of a job, old man. As yeah. soon as this documentary is recorded. <laughs> the Johnny Rockets in the center of the park will outlive us all. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, and also like, uh, Kennywood was seen as as uh, slightly humiliating to me and my friends, I would say. And, like, if you were really an adult, you would go to Cedar Point, mm-hmm. you know, where they had the magnum and the insane, like, real deal new roller coasters. Because Kennywood, until they got the Steel Phantom, was their first n- new school roller coaster. So when I was, like, uh, probably in seventh grade or something like that, they got that. And that was, like, I was still, like, in the zone to go to Kennywood, definitely. Okay, and okay. get all. All, get all horny and be like <laughs> <laughs> wearing a big I wore like you know a Nike shirt that went down on my knees uh-huh. at that point. that was my style <laughs> like you know and like how was the how was tops. the hair because uh, uh, we're watching all this documentary uh, Kennywood Memories there's a lot of weird old like ratty mullets and buzz cuts oh yeah and, uh, Pittsburgh uh, was a hair just like it was like a you know a cornucopia of a cornucopia uh-huh. of like uh <laughs> Just, I mean, the, the the big look that I saw that I recognized from like early '90s, uh, late '80s was spiked up with gel and then a little bit of a mullet like spiked up <laughs> and then you see and I remember seeing like adults back then and being like whoa that guy thinks he's cool like that <laughs> but um nice. but yeah the hair was was amazing and the mm-hmm. girls had fluffy kind of like uh and like a big hairsprayed bang like comb right in the front of there oh with kind forehead. of like some odd caked in swoop or shape that yeah. they put a lot of time into a yeah. spray into mm-hmm. right right uh, th- that same documentary, there were, I was flipping through it today, and there was a quote that I have to read. We're look- you're looking at a bunch of sort of buzz-cut, mulleted uh, uh, kids, <laughs> and the narrator very plainly says this, this phrase. Imagine looking at this copy in the VO booth. These young men are here for the Saint, the Saint Afancia's altar boy picnic, and they can tell you how to get wet on the log jammer. Oh, gee. Well, that is really amazing. I mean, that's great. Yeah, that's, that's, as you're looking at uh, like like seven boys all like tussling and wrestling around. The it's extras a, from Heavy Metal Parking Lot, like the people in the background are there for the altar boy. The yeah. deep background. Wow. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, everyone looked like that. The altar boy picnic. What a time. Those altar boys have cool hair. (laughs) Uh, It's the only way they can express themselves because otherwise they're wearing those big drapey uh, uh, man dresses, basically. How do you describe an altar boy uniform? Just did you were you an altar boy? 
No, I was not. Anybody here? <clears throat> no. No. Huh. I, my cousins were. My cousins were, but okay. I uh, I avoided that. I went to CCD, though. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. CCD. I had yeah. a lot of friends who did CCD. Right. I grew up on the other side. I grew up outside of Philadelphia. Oh, okay. Side That's another accent. Yeah. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, my Philly accent is just an impression of John Worcester doing Philly Boy. Right? Same just, here. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The Eagles. You're going to get a cheese stick at the Eagles game? Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> He's getting a sheets. Yeah, uh, yeah. It also That's is a, an impression of my Aunt Linda. <laughs> Sounds exactly like that. That's but, uh, awesome. A living stereotype. <laughs> yeah, a living stereotype. <laughs> but yeah, I remember kids going to, it's like, hey, do you want to ha- do something after school? And they're like, no, I've got CCD. And I'm like, what is that? And they're like, well, it's kind of like, religious school and i'm like you have to leave school and go to a yeah. different school a different there was school. a certain point before i started ccd that i thought ccd was cool <laughs> yeah i had, yeah when my friends were going like, well you go somewhere after whoa and yeah. like it seems like cool people go to that ccd <laughs> and then yeah. i went to just it learn about this cool guy jesus He's yeah just it's totally really... chill guy a lot of guys and it's like around. not necessarily a nun like you could have a lay teacher man um, <laughs> and you uh, might not get hit by a ruler the whole time <laughs> <laughs> no but uh i remember distinctly in ccd not to get too off topic but uh when did this guy matt frederick um that went to my uh i guess element or uh, middle school at that point he was like always wearing like a uh, like uh, what are those fucking horrible metal bands? Like at least Megadeth, but like more like janky <laughs> bands. Like uh, <laughs> like um, there's one called like uh, what's the Cannibal riff? Corpse or something? Yeah, no, but like pre but older, that older. kind of like it was like Megadeth was probably the pop most, but it was never striker, never Anthrax or anything yeah. like that. It, it was right. like a, a, a lower rung. It was yeah. like Hades, man. <laughs> like, it was just like weird. And uh-huh. he one day he wore, but anyway, one day he wore a Guns N' Roses shirt, and it was it had skulls on it, right? And he made sure to wear these death shirts to like CC. He was clearly a rebel, and the teacher was like. <laughs> We had this teacher, this late teacher that was like, um, excuse me, Matt. Okay. Who is, okay. Who is on your shirt? You wore a shirt again. Who is on your shirt? It's like, guys and roses. And she's like, okay, <laughs> who are the people in that band? And he goes, well, it's Axa and it's Slat and Def. And his dream he, question. Na- literally his dream question. And then she goes, okay, we are going to all, okay, say a prayer. Okay, so everyone bow your head. We're going to pray for the members of that band. Because they have imagery that tells me that they're bad people. So we all said a prayer for literally, like, by name, every member. Which is a pretty cool thing. Like, bless Duff McKagan? Yeah. Wow. As if he wasn't blessed enough. Of course. Wow. May he play uh, uh, secular bass lines instead of evil (laughs) demonic bass lines. Uh, Only um, major keys. God. Uh, uh, minor. Hey, uh, I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna throw out a couple. I'll just throw out a couple names of rides, and you tell me if you've got oh, any yeah. strong memories associated with them. Uh, uh, the Laser Loop. Laser Loop was another thing that you know when you grow up going to Kennywood, you got to be this tall type. You know, there was like a little just disturbing thing from like a disturbing character, like. Kenny was the mascot of Kennywood, and it was like a kangaroo. Mm-hmm. And then the other ones were like Mr. Jeepers, or I think it was literally, <laughs> I think it was actually Mr. Jeepers. Um, was just uh, like, you know, this is weird. Like, it was like 
kind of like seeing blackface, but it wasn't blackface. Just like a little oh, disconcerting, no. dark kind of like ugh, things like that people thought was cute. Things that people thought were cute in like the 1910s, yeah. you know, Boardwalk Empire, like the dolls back then. Now you see them and you're like, ugh. Um, <laughs> like scare weird, like cupy, big eye. Yeah, uh, yeah. Um, it would be yeah, like, yeah. you have to be this tall to be on. Anyway, <laughs> that's my memory of them. I may be wrong, but um, it may be twisted. But I was, uh, you know, the laser loop was uh, the light. Or loop was um like it was a test of you know you had to be a certain height I think you had to be maybe a certain age but I, I think I'm wrong about that like but like an American my, citizen I had two older brothers <laughs> you had to sign your life away I had two <laughs> older brothers who were just like yeah man. I'm sick of Kennywood. I just hit the laser loop, <laughs> you know. <laughs> and that though the laser loop actually, sorry, my bad, was the first. It was like an '80s roller coaster, but it was like the newest thing I think we had. Um, it wasn't yet that kind of like smooth roller coaster, but it just shot out. You shot out, and they were like, "Put your neck back, put your head back," like because it makes you have whiplash basically when you take off. You're like spring loaded, so you go. <laughs> and you go super fast like this takeoff then you have one loop and then you go straight up this hill and then backwards through and then backwards again through the same loop up another hill and then it stops you and it would be perpetually broken because like that is just a hydraulic nightmare like there's no there's no it's like force it up the thing and then force it back and then force it to stop instead of like Regular roller coasters, which are like have one thing and then you let it go and it kind of just does its thing, you know. Gravity so it was constantly, does the rest of the work, it was constantly but... worked on and like, but it was pretty exciting to go on. Um, the Thunderbolt was another like, you know, I'm old enough to go on the Thunderbolt. I'm old enough to go on the Laser Loop now. Now I'm a man and I've lived my life and now I die. <laughs> and, <laughs> and that's now it. the laser loop gives me a headache and yeah. uh, that's the uh, that was that that was my yeah. life story. Uh, um, were, uh, were, sorry, were you ever like afraid of the ride before? Like, were you a scared? We the three of us are scared boys. Yeah, that like didn't like. Sure, but were you like just raring to go or were was, you actually um, afraid of it? <clears throat> Once I went on like one roller coaster, I think I was ready for the Thunderbolt. I was like, I rode. Out. I was yeah. like. Yeah. fully ready for that and i think i went to disney world before that and rode big thunder mountain railroad and was not old enough for space mountain perhaps mm-hmm. or no maybe i rode space mountain i rode space mountain and then i was like i could do the laser loop sure. the laser loop's more insane than space mountain yeah for like, sure the laser loop feels like you're gonna die <laughs> space mountain's pretty chill uh-huh. um well, this but, is the uh, fun you get with these local parks is like the possibility <laughs> that you might die because of operator error yeah or yeah because yeah. the thing just collapses under you yeah uh, yeah, uh, yeah the thing you don't fear as at disney as much although there have been a lot of disney deaths over yeah. the years. Right. Uh, Stuff's gotten they're... a lot safer. And I know act you guys from Jersey Action Park. That was Oh, Traction Park. Yeah. Traction Park. Traction yeah. Park. It was just uh, uh, I've seen pictures and I, I think I watched like a little mini documentary about it and it was like insane. Yeah, people were constantly being injured or uh, <laughs> yeah. dying at this uh park. And it, it closed was, for a while. It was like water and... it was like water slide it was like water weirdly slides and hybrid. It wasn't coasters, right? 
I don't know if there were coasters. There was there was water slides, and every now and then they'd be like, "We have a brand new kind of slide," and it clearly hadn't been tested right. enough. It was like we put a jump yeah. on a hill, <laughs> and it's like we've got go karts, <laughs> the fastest go karts, and no s- helmets. Like <laughs> it's just like stuff set up yeah. for disaster. We figured out how to make water slipperier. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We waxed up this jump. It's <laughs> <Come on. laughs> just a gap between parts of the tr- parts of the slide tracks. So you have to like skip part of the uh, uh, just yeah. shoot over a missing piece. Even a uh, great adventure in in New Jersey, like the Six Flags Park, has had like tons of incidents over right. the years. And I also I think we brought it up on a, another episode talking about like great adventure. Like yeah, they had a lot of crazy coasters where yeah maybe it goes backwards or maybe it just goes really fast or really high. And every time you add an extra element like that, there's tons more maintenance you have to do. I forgot to mention Six Flags Great Adventure right next door to the main park has a safari park where you would drive your car through and wild animals roam around. (laughs) And oftentimes orangutans or monkeys of some sort will just (laughs) beat up your car. (laughs) They'll just snap off the antenna, break the glass. Uh, I think eventually they put up more gates between the people and animals. But uh, yeah, so on top of like the... Uh, accident-prone roller coasters. There was also wild animals in right a very store. cold part of the country for much of the year. <laughs> so yep. much of frost. If you flew off a ride and then landed in a in a pen with a bunch with of like frost-bitten this. orangutans and rhinoceroses to stomp your face. I would imagine that the pitch for the park was just like, hey, it's like a zoo, but you can drive your car through it. <laughs> <laughs> you can just... Hey everybody, Tim Heidecker here with huge news. Office Hours Live recorded another episode live. It was one of our great ones with the great Rory Scovel, who's got a new special out on MAX. Oh, yeah. And the Trinity's here, DJ Doug Pound. Yes, hello. And Victor Berger IV. Hi, hi, hi. Can't wait for the fifth. We enjoy the heck out of doing the show, and so will you. If you find us on the podcast app of your choice, now. I mean, there were. A, I think there were a lot of those drive. across the country. For yeah, a while. yeah, for sure. There was one in Irvine for a long time. Really? where the Irvine Meadows uh, concert venue is now. You can yeah. just drive your car through a bunch of monkeys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, wow. Yeah, you wow. can uh, run over them if you want. You're allowed. You can kill two animals, not three. <laughs> right. That's where then it, they have the crosses the line. We can breed new ones. I remember them, in but... this country when you could kill three animals. What's happening <laughs> to the America that I know? <laughs> it's very hard to kill even one. All I can kill is like. Crickets and shit. <laughs> Those ain't animals. Those ain't They're too animals. small to be animals. Basically worms. Yep. I hey. feel like if it was 60 years ago and you went to Disney's Animal Kingdom Lodge, which is their animal-themed like hotel where you see giraffes out the window, Walk like up to your 60 window. years ago you could shoot them probably. 60 years ago they would have let you brought a gun in and kill the animals. <laughs> yeah. Because like, oh, yeah. it was lawless. Everything they'd was lawless. they give you $5. <laughs> yeah. are <laughs> like, oh, they're hey. helping us out. I mean, shot. They take one of those, <laughs> take one of those snowman machines and uh, wrap a wire around a giraffe's neck. And, oh uh, man, the snowman machine! Snowman. Got that a snowman reference. Gave in. you all yeah. the clues. That was uh, gave you Mr. Wow. Police. Mr. Mr. Police gave you all clues. Where's the ride about the snowman? Where's the snowman haunted house? Yeah, I want a Universal Studios ride like the, the snowman. The you horror. just get garroted like forty times. Come Next on, year, kids. Halloween Horror Nights. No, we're that's gonna, the term garroted. We're gonna wait Garot in machine. line. 
to get our picture with Detective Inspector Harry Hole. <laughs> <laughs> is it Harry? Is it Hole? Is it is Hole. Yeah, I think it's it might just be Hole. Yeah, I think they, I think they don't even hole. do an accent. I have read one of those books, and I feel like that is a gag in all of the books where he meets an American or an Australian, and they go like, "Your last name's Hole," and he's like, "Well, it's Hole." But then they go like, oh. "All right, whatever." I think they Jeez. dropped it in the film. I Maybe they dropped hole. it. They just Maybe committed it's just hole. Harry Hole. Um, <laughs> that, was that one of the clues they gave? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh, keep going down the rabbit hole of clues. The uh, so uh, hey, let, let, I'm, let's talk about a, a, um, <laughs> let's talk about a attraction that is not a death defying uh, attraction that's appropriate for for all ages. The the Noah's Ark. Right. Uh, um, uh, do you do you guys come across this in any uh, any yeah. Hollywood uh, uh, findings? That uh, yeah, this this is basically like a like a fun house that is teetering. Back and forth at all mm-hmm. times. Uh, there's one part like a big that's arc. there's one part that, that's teetering. Yes, okay. which is the arc. That's the arc. But you have to go to get onto the arc. You walk onto a into a whale's mouth. So it mm-hmm. starts with Jonah, right? Which and then, <laughs> oh, yeah. as ends, all fun experiences uh-huh. do. Right. <laughs> yes, we begin with Jonah, your favorite CCD characters. Yeah, <laughs> and then the the uh, the tongue is like bouncy. And then you like walk into the thing and then you're like in a little like I think a mountain kind of thing. And then you like make the transfer to being on Noah's Ark, which sways back and forth and has like shaking floors and like uh, chicken wire enclosed like dioramas of just kind of animals that look kind of dumb and not (laughs) not like, yeah, just just there's no it's not it's trying to scare you a little bit but it's more like it's a challenging floor to walk across <laughs> or whatever <laughs> it's vibrating and uh you know it's uh yeah it's it's child's play is what it is it's <laughs> like a ch- it's a dark walker and then they have one of those things where you i think you walk on a bridge and everything around you is turning so you're oh, walking yeah. straight on a bridge, but everything is uh, there's you're through oh. a big cylinder. Optical so that's illusion. turning, and you just kind of like you feel weird. Mm-hmm. And then you, uh, <laughs> and then on the outside, it's very adorable. I think it was like from the 1930s or something like that. They were like. Noah's Ark, something we all can enjoy. <laughs> something from the Old Testament. <laughs> yes. Bible tale. What, yes. do you, what do you got over there, Mike? The, the, I think this. I looked up Noah's Ark, and it was like, is this Noah? That's There's Noah. A, His head pops out an, of the window. Uh, His head pops out of the window, and it's just a headless, toothless man. I think that's unless yeah. that's an accident. He looks oh, like a funny, crazy man. He's like, <laughs> yeah, but he's <laughs> terrifying. Noah was insane. Yeah, Noah. Yeah. That's not my picture. That's who not knows, my Noah. Who knows that Noah wasn't terrifying? <laughs> that's the point. <laughs> so, you know, he had to build that thing. 40 cubits long, all right? <laughs> 20 cubits uh-huh. wide, as far as sure. I know. That's yeah. a lot of work. That's a lot of work. Crazy. A lot of, a lot of stress. And boy, what a boss riding him, huh? The, old, yeah. the big man upstairs. Mm-hmm. Big man upstairs. <laughs> yeah, that's his boss. So maybe he's not so happy go lucky. My job ain't exactly chill, okay? Yeah. Uh, not a work at home uh, computer technician or nothing. Um, <laughs> they, it's they hard, just, okay? Uh, they just redid Noah's Ark. They just cleaned it up. Like, they, they just redid uh-huh. it and refurbished it like a few years ago, I was reading. And they it was a big, indeed. the mayor came. Well, that movie like, Noah came out, so they made oh, it yeah. Noah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, America sponsored. loved that movie Noah. That was so. a huge movie. So oh, much yeah. water effects. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, man. Crow Connolly? You kidding me? The beautiful mind pairing back together? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, really? Oh, it is. That's right. Yeah. Amazing. I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah. It was a reunion. It was cool that they got 
about that. I just just thinking of them on set. There was so much gossip about that set. I know. <laughs> <laughs> have they have they, they have they remet yet? Uh, are the old sparks flying like they used uh, to be in I ABM like to, days? Aronofsky, like watch, you're crazy for this one. <laughs> I like to watch Noah, and then watch Passion of the Christ. Caviezel. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Just get yeah, Catholic. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, but and I like that you watch them in biblical order. Too. Yeah, that's what I'm talking yeah. about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Somebody, let's get an Abraham movie going. Let's get a Cain and Abel. There's so many franchises. Oh, yeah. When are we uh-huh. going to get to all the Cain and Abel's stories? more of a sketch. <laughs> Probably couldn't sustain. Yeah, it's a yeah, three-panel yeah. comic, or maybe a li- what a mi- or like a limited run, like a like a little like a little three-episode uh, FX uh, miniseries. Yeah, or, something. or you have them solve mysteries in the Bible times. Oh, that's you know, yeah. like the Hardy Boys. It's Cain and Abel. <laughs> Gen- gender flop them as well. Why not? Why not? Why can't? Yeah. Cain why and Abel aren't be they women? women? Yeah. 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 Cain's, uh, Cain's a cool name yeah. for a lady, and so is Abel. Yeah. God yeah, damn it. Sure. Uh, why, why not yeah. flip the scripture? Um, oh, Jesus man. Christ. Uh, uh, that's the tagline of Cain and Abel. The, uh, the new adventures of Cain and Abel. Flip, flip the scripture. The scripture. Uh, <laughs> you know, flip the scripture. Directed um, by Mel Gibson. Still. <laughs> yeah. um, you know, uh, uh, John. I I know you just re- you just went back to to Pittsburgh. Uh, you were part of this this opening of, of an improv theater, and mm-hmm. you were hobnobbing with the uh, the big local stars of Pittsburgh. Yeah. And when and I was on the Kennywood YouTube channel watching the rededication of Noah's Ark, and who should be there but two people I remember you mentioning to me: uh, local broadcaster Rick Seaback, Rick Seaback, and Pittsburgh <laughs> legend, and Pittsburgh dad. Uh, Pittsburgh uh, dad, yes. Local character, Pittsburgh dad. Ooh, well, who is Pittsburgh I, dad? I, I met Rick Seaback. Well, R- Rick Seaback is a Pittsburgh legend, kind of like he's the, the spiritual heir to like Mr. Rogers, Fred Rogers, and was friends with him. And is kind of like does a show called um, Things That Aren't There Anymore. And it's like on PBS. I think that's nationally Oh, he broadcast. does. I know. Yeah. Show. And oh he goodness. does like, he's like basically yeah. a Pittsburgh, his, he's among, along the lines of Huell Hauser. Uh-huh. Mm. Um, and he uh, did kind of, we did an Ask Hat style um, show. Um, which is a show where somebody did his monologues and we do improv. And um, so he did the monologues and he was so great. No oh. kidding. That's yeah. cool. That's really cool. And then cool. Pittsburgh Dad is the best. And he invited me to be in one of his Pittsburgh Dad videos, which are huge. Jeez. And he's had like all the Steelers and whatever. Like, it's, uh, wow. he's he's hilarious. Jeez. Uh, Kurt Wooten. And um, those, uh, like, like, he does like a response video to every uh, uh, Steelers game, you know, win or loss. He's just kind of like, Oh, what was that, Donner? <laughs> just talking smack on, like, he just talks smack in his videos. Uh-huh. So well, this it was is funny, thing... and I got to do, like, a Pittsburgh accent. That's, that's, that's fun. He, there, if you watch at the opening ceremony, he plays Noah. He, like, tells stories. He's Pittsburgh oh, dad he? as Noah. Oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. So I was glad I knew about these Pittsburgh things so I could recognize all the Pittsburgh stars. Yeah. What, what I'm thinking, though, is that you're now you're getting down with the with the local uh, with the Pittsburgh celebrities uh-huh. I I want to if there's any way to use this podcast to get the red carpet rolled out for you John Daly the next yeah. time you go to Kennywood uh, I don't is there is there like a oh, right. is there anything you would want to do if, if you were I to be greeted as a up, king I want to roll up to Kennywood in a Uber X and <laughs> <laughs> not even right. black you're, you're drinking you, you very reasonable down. yeah with the uh, with the red carpet rolled out with Kenny on the carpet the mayor of Pittsburgh declaring <laughs> it John Daly Day uh-huh. give me the key to the city which I toss in my fanny pack <laughs> <laughs> like and, it ain't nothing uh, and I'm fully dressed like a cartoon tourist and um I kind of breeze by everyone who's trying to shake my hand. 
Don't and got time. I'm like Sorry, fixing, guys. And like, I'm fixing my hair while I'm doing it. And uh, like, hey, see ya. And then <laughs> you're ignoring Pittsburgh Steelers and Pirates yeah, huh? who have come for yeah. this occasion. Kent DeColvey weeps one tear. Also at this Noah's Ark, I have him in my notes. Wow. Kent yeah. DeColvey. Man. Kent DeColvey, yeah. He shot, he threw a uh, sidearm. And through those curveballs, he won. He was part of the uh, We Are Family, uh, Willie Stargell type. Uh, I see. Uh, Pirates win uh, World Series, one of the rare World Series wins. Ah, sure. But he, ain't um, getting, he ain't getting that arm on you. He, you you deny him no, for a handshake. No, I was like, yeah. peace. Well, I would. This is my fantasy. Yeah, uh, peace. I just stroll right up. I'm skipping Noah's Ark. You know, I got uh-huh. it memorized probably. <laughs> so I'm going straight for... Um, I'll start with a classic. Let's do the Thunderbolt. Let's get right in there. Uh-huh. My first, you know, that's the first coaster of the day. Do the Thunderbolt. I get to ride in the front with, next to with your accelerometer. Next to um, <laughs> tying the whole life together. You're and you doing know your what? tricks. Doing you know your what? physics. I breeze by everybody there. I breeze by Albie Oxenrider. I breeze by John Fedko. I breeze by Sidney Crosby. And then if it's I, Italian Day, do you breeze by Mr. S, the Sinatra impersonator I who sure plays do. on Italian Day? Yep. And then no I, time for Mr. And S. Then I greet and do an air kiss with Sally Wigan, local broadcaster Sally Wigan. <laughs> Just and an air kiss. We breeze, and she is my seat partner, and we start talking about everything Pittsburgh. We just talk about Pittsburgh all day. <laughs> And so me and Sally Wigan just ride, and then we, of course we, when we ride the racer, which is a side by side coaster, um, we uh, are both in the front. She can be in the red, and I can be in the blue. But other than that, we're riding the cars, you know. And so, and then after, so we do that. Then we do the double racer. Then we would do. There's a. Uh, then we would look at, but not do. Decide not to do the thing that brings you up. Your feet are hanging. It brings you up like three. 100 feet into the air and just you hang there you know what I'm talking about <laughs> mm, uh, it brings mm-hmm. you up into the air and you're like in the sitting position but you're you're like open mm-hmm. and it just it's a big pole basically like 300 feet in the air and it lets you hang there and then it drops you and uh, it, you, you feel weightless and it is yeah, the amount of time of that they have designed the amount of time at the top to be maximum human fear and so you're <laughs> like just like uh, and then exactly when it should happen you're like Dad! And so I hate that and so <laughs> bypass that, that okay. I think there's there was a steel phantom which got like I think like there were like seven deaths or something oh. like that, oh, yeah, no. I, I, that. I kind of made that up but uh, now there's the Phantom's Revenge, oh. um, which is a terrible name for those families. To hear. Um, <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> it's like, uh, uh, and then we'll we'll go on that, which I've heard is great. I haven't been on that's brand new. And then, um, you know, we'll just hit, we'll funnel cake it up. Oh boy, get a get a nice funnel cake, get some pierogies. It's very Pittsburgh still, and I want to mm-hmm. think that Kennywood is still hasn't been kind of like bought by Disney and commodified in some way, and it's still just because it did feel. Up to high school, like, oh, man, this is so local in the best way. You know, it was all, like, local businesses and stuff kind of, like, had shops there at the most. And then there was also, like, um, uh, the Old Mill, which is a water. I'd check out the Old Mill. Mm -hmm, And that's, mm -hmm. like, a dark boat ride that is, like, out of the... Like it could be in someone's house. <laughs> well, I don't like, want to. I don't want to trip you up here, but do you yeah, know that was a horny what's ride. become of though? Oh, really? It, yeah, it was kind yeah. of a tunnel of love situation. Is, oh, yeah. is that the like. one we were talking? Is that did that become is, the thing? Yeah. What is okay? Great. Garfield's yeah. nightmare. 
That's what this Garfield's ride is nightmare. now. This this classic old mill ride is now Garfield's nightmare. <laughs> a day glow. Uh, uh, you know, if you, you want to expect, I'm just uh, there's no Garfield's sound. I just, I just want to play this video while we talk about it, so we can all picture Garfield's nightmare. All right, I, I all have right. the official website description here. Garfield, America's favorite fat cat, <laughs> lives here, and he's having a nightmare created in bright fluorescent colors, all seen under black light. This 3D experience provides a fun and colorful trip through Garfield's world, turned completely upside down. Oh, what everyone wants. Yeah. So this is uh, I got oh, it over my Mike has a too. video of a uh, very oh, grainy cut. footage. Got cut right oh to it. my gosh! Yeah. So just just so we can picture it. So don't get too if upset, John. If you're John. at home, uh, uh, oh yeah, don't oh, wow. freak out. It's a nightmare. So you're driving. So oh, Pepsi this, advertisement. This, There's a yeah, Pepsi it has logo. Pepsi and Ruffles logos in it, and, and then you're there's... just driving by screens with Garfield on them. <laughs> <laughs> you're driving by full three-panel three panel Gar- Garfield, Garfield cartoons, painted day glow, and then monsters start. It must have taken. Minutes out. to choose this trip. <laughs> <laughs> There's all right. So Garfield's oh, eating a lot of pizza. Like it looks like oh, knockoff. Well, it looks like third party like knockout knockoff pictures of Garfield. Yeah. Like, yeah. Like, like Jim be, Davis could be bothered yeah. to draw them. They'd be uh, airbrushed on a t-shirt. Jim Davis is raking in cash from this. <laughs> this looks like they they just like subverted doing uh, the rights to it. They were just like, all right, let's just figure it out. If they so, complain. The, we'll... the, the, the voice, which we are not listening to, does not sound like on-brand Lorenzo music. Uh, <laughs> no. Voiceover. It sounds like they got close-ish. Yeah. It's not, but, it's not that far off. Yeah. But you're just passing by like regular. They're, they're yeah. kind of on the scarier end of Garfield comics, but not really. Uh, look at look at this though. Well, we that's a, big, a menacing uh, dog, right? But that's not like a Garfield thing. Not particularly. Yeah. What's funny is like Garfield's nightmare. <laughs> Garfield's nightmare is just like regular Garfield comic strips. Like that's the horror. Is yeah, there's a big spider though. Well, no, that's a big Garfield's spider. Garfield's afraid of big spiders. That's true. Like that's true. Yeah. yeah, I mean, of course, because. A big theme in Garfield is like terror, like <laughs> <laughs> yeah, famously, like, uh, it's trying to scare you. Mm-hmm. Garfield, uh, um, it's wow. all about uh, John's fear of uh, dying alone, loneliness. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dating yeah. anxiety. That's tr- that's really what the, the ultimate nightmare of Garfield is. Yeah, John, the blank man's non per Am I going to be alone just because I'm a, so boring? Fish eating getting Garfield. eaten by a fish, that's the best thing so far and the most 3D yeah. thing as well. And, yeah. now oh, and then you get a little break. So it's a it's a strip. That's funny. <laughs> it makes you giggle. And then it's a scare where Garfield's getting eaten by a fish. You don't know if you're laughing or screaming at any moment in this ride. And you don't know whether you're seeing a beaker in a test tube or a bag of Fritos. Uh-oh. Pull up this ride at home oh, if no. you guys are listening. Yeah, uh, nurse with a giant needle. Whoa, oh. and Odie's butt-fucking him. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> and then more He's like- He's getting butt-fucked by Odie. <laughs> oh, Odie's still dumb. <laughs> Stuck his tongue up his butt. That would be Garfield's nightmare, though. No! <laughs> Odie is dominant is over me. Giant Lick- oh. Lichtenstein-esque panels that you're just constantly floating Wait, by. Wait, that's a pizza. They missed that's an a- opportunity to have a lasagna. Are you joking? <laughs> There's like no lasagna in this ride. I'm like, not a fan. One of these rooms should just be empty lasagna platters. Like, oh no, there's no more lasagna, but it's not. I don't, like, Jim Davis, is he still alive cranking yeah. out this crap? I'm not sure if there's still new ones, but he's alive. I think there, yeah. are, new there are new ones, ones but yeah. I, who it's knows like a if generator. he's generator. Really... Yeah, right. He has his nephew just go like, <laughs> bust out some scripts. 
his brain's been uploaded to a computer like Stephen Hawking, and he can he sort of like waves his fingers. Yeah, uh, uh, he doesn't have the, the issues that Stephen Hawking has. He's just lazy, like yeah. Garfield. He they... weighs five hundred pounds, <laughs> connected to machines. More breakfast lasagna, please. Um, you know, so, two minutes more of this. Good God, a lot of what this. a fun ride. Cat stew. Oh, that's Garfield's. This other Garfield's nightmare is they're making him a cat stew. <laughs> a bunch of mice with salt and pepper. Oh my yeah. God! It's John's on again, off again girlfriend at Arlene? the end of the ride. Arlene is her name, right? No, no that's uh, Arlene is Garfield's girlfriend. No. Oh, you're yeah. right. The sexy cat. Yeah, the sexy cat that is made there... me horny when I was a kid. <laughs> Arlene, did? cat looks good. <laughs> the pink. <laughs> There's no normal though. No normal. No normal. Yeah. No normal. No. Normal's hey, hey, dumb, right? Normal to... was nice, I think. Insufferably cute. That was yeah, and Garf- Garfield wanted to get rid of Normal. Yeah. I get Garfield's frustration, you know. Yeah, yeah. we can all relate. <laughs> I think that's why Garfield's Nightmare uh, uh, is so... Uh, <laughs> why we can all relate to it. So is, let me ask you, is that better than the original ride? The old, the old is that mill. what the old mill That's in what Kennywood the old, is yes, now? Yes, the old mill is mm-hmm. that. Oh, I didn't realize that that was the old they mill. They just in ripped the old mill. They just sent you through uh, the old mill. Well, I would go on that. I mean, the old mill was like again chicken wire, and then like <laughs> out in this yard of the ride, uh, there would be like a pirate, you know, like a treasure thing and pirate treasure with like skeletons all over it. And so it was not good. Sounds like that's better. Yeah. No, that I think it's better. Yeah. It would, it would be, it's a a little trippier, I guess. Uh There's more attention to detail. Yeah. It's kind of a psychedelic ride actually. It's in the small genre of psychedelic rides. Like the, uh, we were just talking the other day about, uh, 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 the um, what's that? Uh, uh, whiter shade of pale. No, what is that? Uh, knights and Ni- white not satin. whiter. Sa- yeah, knights and white satin. <laughs> the ride. Satin. There's a ride of knights and white satin. Ride. Are you joking? <laughs> no, but there was. <laughs> there there was. used to be. My yeah. God, <laughs> it was Hard briefly... Rock theme park in uh, South Carolina. Yeah. Freedom Rock Park <laughs> in Myrtle Beach. There was, if you can believe that, there was a Hard Rock themed park in there was Myrtle a, Beach. A Zeppelin wow, coaster, right? There yeah, was a ride cool. called Led Zeppelin the Ride. Wow. <laughs> Wow, that's when rock was king. Yeah. That's cool. Now it's superheroes. Uh-huh. That's so much cooler that it was like sleaze bags. Captain America is our new uh, Robert Plant. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Jimmy Page. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, so, yeah, maybe this ride's an improvement. Congrats, everyone involved in Garfield's Nightmare. Yeah. Uh, you made uh, you made made something terrifying you, and uh, you but... fucked it up. <laughs> but it's probably better. Can I also say mm-hmm. there's a part in the voiceover you can hear Garfield say towards the beginning of the ride when they're letting you they're getting you into it in the expository that he ate uh, Garfield ate too much. He says, "I never met an ice cream truck I didn't like or lick." That's really dumb. That's very But he knows what ice cream trucks are. That's it. That's infuriating. <laughs> Jim, David, truck, Jim Davis had a butt plug in when he wrote that. <laughs> <laughs> it was vibrating. He was like, oh, I got to finish this I for got Sunday. a deadline. <laughs> His life is just pure debauchery. He's got like a dungeon. and People are feeding him grapes. Got a, and, he has uh, a sex plane yeah. that presidents go on. Right. <laughs> <laughs> He's got an island. Yeah. Um, Jim Davis Island. Uh, well, uh, was, what else? What have we not covered uh, in well, Kennywood I, World? I, it seems like just there's stuff I was reading, and I think you haven't been back. So, like, did they have a thing where you could buy, like, a Vegas cabana in the Kennywood? park? Yeah. That might have been, like, an early uh, 20th century thing. It says, make a great day at Kennywood even better. And they call them cabanas and they're with a K instead of oh, a C. Well that, with oh, well, that, Kenny. Uh, so yeah. that's a new thing. My bad. Um, what, what What is it exactly? You get a cabana? It's basically sounds... you just get a picnic bench 
with oh, shade, and it's seventy five dollars. Right. But they didn't wow. do this. This isn't a newer thing. That's like I'm, a VIP table. You're playing. Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> Bottle service. Exactly. <laughs> but the it's Kenny cotton candy service. Um, <laughs> and you get a beautiful cake goo, <laughs> and you get a beautiful view of Pedro's taco stand here. On yeah. The website. They're trying to make it sexy to adults. Yeah. That's what, well, actually, you know what that is? That's just like, so you can let your kids run around and you pay $75 so you can be in the shade all day. Yeah. Yeah. So that makes sense. Okay. But that's newer. You you didn't have that back in the old days. That Um, is newer. Yeah. yeah. As far as I know. Another uh, new attraction that says new in 2008, uh, Ghostwood Estate. This eight-room haunted house in Pennsylvania replaces the Gold Rusher. Guests are armed with blasters, which provide guests the opportunity to compete with each other in vehicles by targeting haunted characters throughout the estate. Now, I like the idea they built, like, a ghost-busting, a public domain-style ghost-busting ride, but to me, the, like, Ghostwood estate sounds like you're fighting, like, you know, the Ghostwoods, the reviled family of Pennsylvania robber barons, the Ghostwoods. (laughs) Oh, my God, the Ghostwoods. (laughs) It's a good name. Yeah. So Ghostwood Estate. And I guess it's modeled after like the big old, you know, so the, railroad barons or the melons right. or stuff. Like, oh, that's, that's funny. The big old mansion. I love it. That's what I would guess. That's how like, Pittsburgh. It made it it's sound like, like a Fricks haunted house. Or the Carnegies. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's cool. That's lovely. And the, the Gold Rusher, I remember <laughs> now that you mentioned that, that. So that was like, I think you got into cars for that, but it was okay. a dark ride that you. Yeah. There was, it was like a dark ride. That was like two floors, but there was one thrill. I think you like go, like you you take a big dip, and it's one like thrill. a. There was one thrill. <laughs> there was one like drop or uh-huh. something, and it was like, oh man, the drop. But then, yeah, it was one of those rides where you were like, this was fun in 1945. Yeah. <laughs> like, was it about the gold rush? Was it like we gotta get yeah, to this mine? Yeah, it was a mine. Okay. Yeah, it was a mine. So you're in a little car, and you walked around, and then they were all just like, <laughs> I'm a. 49er. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's a, a, one one a, a new arrival in the recent past to Kennywood, uh, and by that I mean eye eating parasites. Uh, very recently, <laughs> uh, on the ride Raging Rapids, you were going Raging Rapids. Oh, sure, that was a big deal when that happened. When oh, okay. Raging Rapids yeah, came yeah. Out. Uh, 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 yeah. Love those, yeah. love those Rapids rides. But apparently, somebody got splashed in the eye, and he went back and is suing them, claiming that he got an eye-eating parasite. Oh man! I don't know if his eyes were entirely eaten, or only yeah. partially eaten, or only the important parts—the corneas and the uh, uh, the or the the lids. I don't know How which do you... part of his eyes. What but... is fascinating about this is that. Like, Disneyland just had an outbreak of Legionnaires disease. <laughs> right. We're like, why are theme parks, these these ancient diseases are like these, yeah. you don't hear about it anywhere else except like they're festering in theme parks. And, and Chipotle. And Chipotle. <laughs> and Chipotle. <laughs> anywhere with standing water. Yeah. Why, like why is Chipotle compulsively like. Getting different. It's crazy. Like, it, with thought extinct diseases. Yeah. They're, 80 they're, year old diseases. They're bringing stuff back yeah. from the days of. Uh, Salk. Um, <laughs> you can get polio <laughs> from their salt. poyo. Uh-huh. Um, just, what are these lines wow, I'm man. saying today? Damn. I'm laying it on thick. This is Damn. good. Uh, uh, awful. Um, anyway, it. watch it. Oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> I can think of two words that sound similar. Uh, so, <laughs> yeah, the uh, uh, eye-eating parasites, watch out for those. Uh, uh, oh, I, I, Wait, what are the two words What's that, uh, <laughs> that sound similar? Uh, uh, polio and poyo is what I was saying. <laughs> oh, that's oh, so that's what you did. I, I thought, thought of okay. two words. So, that I, thought you, I thought you were saying sounded similar to killing it, and I was like, thrilling shit. 
<laughs> oh, no, that too. That, oh, I mean, that, oh, you yeah. are thrilling yeah, shit. Yeah, man. I'm killing it. I'm thrilling shit. Uh, um, and, uh, thrilling shit is the new extreme Kenny Woods slogan. <laughs> yeah. like, thrilling shit, my man. Oh, the um, other amusement park, too, in Pittsburgh mm-hmm. is Sandcastle, which is water slides. Oh, right, right. Owned mm-hmm. by Kenny Wood as well, I believe. Is that so right? They're related. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was the first time I did the uh, kind of water slides where you have to sit on your back like you're in a coffin and go down and it feels very hardcore. Uh-huh. And you're like, damn, that hurt my body. Like, first yeah. water slides that truly hurt. <laughs> yeah. Um, there were a drop slide, I guess, I'm guessing, because those hurt, those uh, the, were the like super, where they pull the floor the super out. super vertical. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. Did they pull then the that floor wasn't out? A drop, that wasn't a drop slide then. I think you're t- it's just like a huge deep drop slide. Do you, do you know what I mean? Where like yes, you sit yeah. there and there's like a floor and then they pull it out. That's what I thought I was thinking. I was okay. saying, yeah. It's, oh, there's yeah. like drop slides where there's it literally the slide just ends and you just get dumped in the water. Though those, I don't think those hurt as bad as the ones that slide you. I think you're talking about ones that These you are the literally ones, end this up. This is like a, a 1,200 foot yeah. freaking gigantic thing and you just like go down and you eventually are just like your feet are hitting the water uh-huh. and it just kind of hurts and you have to cross your legs or else it'll go up into your crotch and stuff. Oh, it's like yeah. that Blizzard uh, Beach thing. That yeah, yeah. Slide. No, I know what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we always were like, dude, I'm gonna jump off. And then there was like always a legend like, no, some dude <laughs> jumped off and he broke his finger and he lost all of his teeth and he had to go to the hospital but he was okay. Or some one of those little kids stories. <laughs> <laughs> like the very specific thing that kids remember happened. Um, and, um, uh, there's uh yeah so that was the other one and I don't did know. you ever go did you go to any of these other it opens a can of worms i guess but uh, uh the, you know the, the, a ton of theme parks in pennsylvania you ever go to do, do hershey park uh... did hershey park mm-hmm. yes oh yeah hershey park hershey yeah park. and that yeah, is I went uh, to that a lot. two yeah. hours away maybe uh yeah something like something that, like that. Uh... and the main memory there was there was uh it was like a rainy day and yeah. So it's like I think I, as a kid, I was like Hershey Park is sad, <laughs> but just because it was a rainy day, <laughs> it always rained but, there. But we went on some. I remember going on a janky. Um, oh man, and I effing hate these rides. What are they? Uh, the things where you're um, leaning up against the wall and they spin and the floor drops out. Ah. Oh. More like floors gravi- they gravitron. Yeah. This I was called they- a yeah. rotor. It was the rotor. <laughs> uh-huh. And so you'd go and the floor would drop out on you. Like it wasn't a gravitron. It was more hardcore. Uh-huh. It was more like organized or something. And like floor drops out and it was just like, no. And it made me feel. And to this day, like if it's a spinning like G-force ride, it just makes me. I'm just like, I won't do it anymore. Like uh-huh. it's, it's, it, there's a, there's no fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. Um, then we went on some like. Like, have you been to Coney Island? You know that roller coaster that's not the cyclone? That's just like a, it's called like the rat trap or the mouse trap. And it's like got two thin ass like rails and you just, it just it's like, like seems so oh, dangerous. Yeah. Yeah. Does it feel like you're going to go off the track? Yeah. And like the roller the coaster kind of goes and like actually kind of like goes off the track a couple of times. That's a style of coaster. Yeah. It's really weird. Right. It's like really dangerous style. Yeah. I, uh, I rode one in South Jersey. And then the next, the day after I wrote it, someone died on one. Like, right. With in, in less than 24 hours. And it was like, because whatever brake mechanism failed or whatever. And they're already very unnerving. Cause like, yeah, you get to a turn 
and it turns last minute or it yeah. like yeah tilts you over a little they were designed by carnies yeah they were designed by <laughs> mad carnies and op- and operated and maintained by them yeah <laughs> yeah and then in hershey park <laughs> that is next to a a ride uh, where you learn about how chocolate is made right. that is next and to then, chocolate world and then when <laughs> on the chocolate world ride i was going to say yeah. that was the main memory was the chocolate world and seeing the chocolate be dumped from one like robotic uh, ladle arm and like <laughs> into dumped another. into another big vat of chocolate and being like, oh my god, this it blew my freaking yeah, mind. Yeah, look at all that fucking chocolate. And then at the end of the ride, you are given, or maybe my parents bought a Hershey bar that is shaped like the little mini Hershey bars, which is in the Good Bar Crackle yeah, combo. Uh-huh. It's shaped like that, but it is gigantic. And me and my brothers gnawed on that thing like a cuddle bone for like <laughs> six years. I swear to God, it was like in the bag of Legos that we had, and we would just like get it out and be like, <laughs> like after a while, it's not a dessert anymore. But we were, it was like all white and stuff. Were you oh. worried it would uh, that by the time when you finished it, you'd end up kissing your brother? Um, <laughs> Lady yeah. in the Tramp in it? Yeah, yeah we'd, yeah, we'd like get both ends of it. Let's not get that, that down to the bone. We um, made out all the time anyways. <laughs> it wasn't a problem. Okay. When I uh, went uh, as a very young boy, I have a distinct memory of like, because they give you a free little candy bar at the end of the ride and stuff, and they were giving out, I don't remember the kind, I bet I could look it up online, uh, it was it, it was like camouflage on the logo, mm-hmm. and this was right at the start of Desert Storm, <laughs> and they're like, "This is a special chocolate Hershey is made for the soldiers in Iraq Gosh. to not, and it doesn't melt in the desert heat." That's and, so cool. But, yeah, it was cool, wow. and there was also like no line that day, so we kept eat, going on and just kept eating this <laughs> Desert <laughs> Storm <laughs> themed chocolate. Who's that, Willy Wonka? <laughs> I Norman Schwartz call. I guess. <laughs> oh my God. Storm and Norman. <laughs> um, let's wind it back to to Kennywood. Uh, two two yeah. quick things to hit. I think before we we left everybody hanging with whatever this Mickey oh, yeah, Dolan yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. cliffhanger was. I'm sure everybody's been thinking about it. Okay. Uh, so I have it here. Let me let me pull it up. Wait, what's actually... the Mickey Dolan's cliffhanger? Um, well, said something we're, before we're you came in. Out. Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, oh. okay. This is a classic. So like under the like interesting <laughs> we'll facts part of the Wikipedia page. Uh, is a fact. Uh, Singer-actor Mickey Dolenz, former drummer for the Monkees, often fondly tells audiences at his live shows that Kennywood was the location of his first ever public appearance. He appeared at Kennywood with his elephant in the 1950s when he was known as Circus Boy. (laughs) What? The television, he was the star of a television show called Circus Boy, which featured Mickey as Corky, a boy who grows up on the road in a circus. And so here is a a longer synopsis. Set in the 1890s, the title of the series refers to a boy named Corky. After his parents, the (laughs) Flying Falcons, were killed in a trapeze accident. It's the Robin origin. Which is the the origin of uh, Dick Grayson. Um, uh, Corky was adopted by Joey the Clown and the whole Burke and Walsh circus family. The young boy quickly found a role with the circus as water boy to Bimbo, a baby elephant whom Corky would come to consider his pet. 
Well, first of all, I've heard of this. Or this yeah. circus boy for two years <laughs> on NBC and ABC, and I then think, in syndication. I think we already mentioned this, but just in case someone's just tuning in in the middle of the podcast, <laughs> Mickey Dolan's is one of the Monkeys, which was a band a hundred years ago, <laughs> which is <laughs> like, not the Beach Boys, a not different the Beach Boys. band. The Beach we Boys. Not Mike Love not and Chris the Johnston's Beatles. The Beach Boys. They he, made a TV show that was influenced by movies like um, Help. Yeah, the wacky, oh, yeah, wacky uh, uh, nonsense. It was wacky nonsense. Uh, there are a lot of anyway. fancy editing tricks. They sped up and disappeared behind <laughs> trees and uh, came out the uh, the if other you, side of a different tree. If you know what yep. Benny Hill um, looks like, that was every other scene. They we're, just running we're fast. We're explaining but they elemental have good tunes. monkeys, and they, they have, have great tunes. songs. Great yeah. Honestly, I'm not trying to disparage the monkeys. And a very good I'm tone just... is a band and very good. Yes, yeah. Yeah. and yeah. deserve yeah. more credit and should be in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. No, and Circus Boy should be in the. The Circus Hall of Fame, the animal-related television show Mickey Hall Dolan of Fame. should be in the Cool Dude Hall of Fame because he <laughs> yeah, rules. Man. Well, he yeah, should yeah. be in that. Yeah. I saw him at a Beach Boys. There you go again, a tribute uh, show where he wore one of the coolest hats I've ever seen. <laughs> what a yeah. tale. That's why I need this podcast nice to tell great stories like that. Well, um, he thought love was only true in fairy tales for a really long time. <laughs> yeah, that's true. He was under a <laughs> common misconception. Was he ever yeah. corrected in that? Did anything ever uh, change well, his feelings? he just kind of thought something? it was for someone else, but not for him. Uh, he thought love was out to get him. But <laughs> <laughs> <That's the way laughs> See, now pe- people are now confused because they think you're quoting the lyrics from sure, the movie Shrek. No. Oh, yeah, that's right. Oh, because they... Smash Mouth has Smash a Mouth cover of that. It? So most kids now think that's, that's a Smash yeah. <laughs> Disappointment on it. Yeah. Kids, <laughs> Steve Harwell was not the first guy to become a believer after <laughs> seeing a face. Oh, uh, um, I want to say one more thing about Kennywood before we wrap it up, which is that uh, you, you taught me the origin, the, the, that it's a, it's a thing uh, uh, in Pittsburgh. Kennywood's open. Uh, Kennywood's open. Hey, dude, Kennywood's open, um, which means your fly is open. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, <laughs> so if you and everyone in Pittsburgh knows this who went to, you know, elementary school, like you'd, if your fly was open, Kennywood's open, dude. <laughs> and so that was like, yeah, that was, that was the right, that was the ritual. <laughs> hmm, hmm. Wow. Did, you ever, did you ever have a particularly embarrassing scarring scenario in which uh, your Kennywood was open? Um. My, uh, yeah, um, but it was scarring <laughs> for everyone else. Um, no, that's, uh, um, no, I, well, I, I'm, I'm, uh, I signed year. an NDA. <laughs> you can't, you <laughs> can't, can't talk about it so for legal purposes. Uh, 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 well, uh, no, yeah. I'm all Velcro. <laughs> Velcro flies. <laughs> oh, that sounds pleasant. <laughs> more likely your, your Kennywood would be open with Velcro. Yeah. Um, uh, take some work. Velcro on the laser loop and see uh, how the physics affects yeah. the I know. <laughs> the physics. Um, yeah, that was my big, yeah, that was my last time. That was wow. your That was your science thesis. Yeah. <laughs> how does Velcro keep your Kennywood from coming open? And I had um, a great, I had a great, I got to give a, a shout out. Adam Gerson, mm-hmm. my uh, he was my chemistry I th- or physics partner. I think that he was my physics partner. Correct me if I'm wrong, but <laughs> <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong. You're life. wrong, John. Uh, facts of life. <laughs> um, but he um, did every experiment like 
and just was actually interested in science and did it and just let me copy every single thing. He saved me so much grief. Oh, so wow. thank you so much because I was just like, hey man, can I just? And he was like, oh yeah, yeah, just copy it all. <laughs> wow. He was like, thank uh, you. Adam. I, I love this shit. <laughs> We're all good boys and rule followers. Yeah. And we don't like a guy coming in here telling us your academic career is built on lies. Yeah, I mean a whole mm-hmm. year of. Uh, yeah, can you mind if I just sneak that? I'm uh, <laughs> not smart in that way. <laughs> um, well, I'm still. I'm a proponent of you getting the key to yeah. to to the to Pittsburgh or to Kennywood I want I want uh, I want this Kennywood ideal uh, scenario laid out for you and I hope that your academic malfeasance doesn't uh, prevent that from happening yeah. and of course I would doesn't. be of course that was a joke and I would be gracious upon entering and say and if, thank look into the eye and thank everyone for coming <laughs> if they redo Noah's Ark though I feel like you should be in that opening ceremony maybe I I would Start it by saying there is no God. <laughs> the Bible was written by powerful men to subdue the poor. Jesus was perhaps a real man, but was inflated into something to suppress. <laughs> Start lecturing people. That being said, enjoy the bouncy floor of and the whale stuff. Yeah. <laughs> enjoy the fun. Now the spinny bridge. Okay, now that that's out there, everyone have a great time. We're going to be doing Noah's some improv. Open. Uh, <laughs> Take um, your picture with a Russell Crowe standee at the end. <laughs> and have a dove-shaped funnel gig. <laughs> you know, r- r- real quick, let me just say also, in Kennywood Memories, there's a very bizarre part where you can watch footage from like the 1930s of people going into Noah's Ark with the narrator. The entrance walkway was equipped with hidden hoses that would blow air up the women's skirts. Oh, yep. boy. They Back would like this. Get... Noah's Ark was like a harassment ride yeah. in the 30s. Yeah, man, we got to get these women's skirts <laughs> up, man. What a sleazeball. Noah. Oh, boy. That's and then, why of course, you... the logical part where we blow up women's skirts on the Bible ride. You know, like Noah would want. Um, <laughs> yeah. Noah was Give in a like view a... to those hippos. <laughs> Noah Who was knew... in an 80s sex comedy. You know what? Who knows what Noah was into? <laughs> That's True. He's into some pre-medieval dark yeah. ages coming out of the copper age shit. Yeah. <laughs> he was probably into some nasty sex well, with members surrounded. of his freaking family. Okay, sure. And, uh, yeah. And by the and way, species. he got some. He got four of some of those, so he could have some uh, a, a mistress that was a uh, like hippopotamus. <laughs> <laughs> Noah married a tiger when he was seven hundred, and then uh, <laughs> and then fully passed. Uh, John Daly, you have survived podcast the ride. Thank you for. Being Thanks for having me. This is the best podcast ever. Oh, all right. Strong declaration. Uh, I hope you don't say that on all of them. I'm going to go check. Don't. Um, (laughs) Hey, all right. We got it. That was easy. Pretty good. Uh, Anything you want to plug or alert everybody to while you got the ear of uh, millions of people? (laughs) Uh, Watch my short film, Men. Uh, Myself and Gil Ozeri made a short film on Super Deluxe. It's called M E N Men, and uh, I love it. Um, Check it out on superdeluxe.com. Hey, yeah, do that. Uh, anything you guys want to plug? How about our official channels? Yeah, at Podcast the Ride on Twitter and Instagram, and Podcast <laughs> the Ride at Gmail. If you want to talk to us via electronic yeah. mail, yeah. Again, send us these questions. We want to do a mailbag. Oh. Just ask us questions, you <laughs> guys. Ask us questions. Nice. Get into the podcast. Become huge fans and ask us questions. Yeah. <laughs> Please <laughs> give us the fandom we so <laughs> adore. We so require. Uh, uh, hey, uh, thanks so much for for uh, joining us. And we'll see you on our podcast. <laughs> Thank, <laughs> you, so- <laughs> Thank you so much. Goodbye. Bye. Goodbye.